Surviving Tough Times, On Your March, Get Set, Go, by Adrian M. Allen, Misunderstood Adrian. Dedication. This book is dedicated to everyone breathing. Remember how in every breath we share is another person's air. Existing together allows our children to live in a world under God's care. In addition, thank you to my only son, Chris, for being exactly who you are. To my parents, thank you for life. My upbringing was tough, but I can stand today with nothing to say other than I thank you. Introduction. For a long time since the rapid acceleration of the tech industry, scientists have pondered ways to replace humans. The peak of this endeavor has been the emergence of artificial intelligence. However, scientists discovered that there is no way to create neutral intelligence without having it embodied. In other words, for you to perceive a handle, you must have hands. For you to perceive taste, you must have a tongue. Without perception, there is no experience. But without embodiment, there is no perception. This discovery only brings home the depth of the idea of our Savior embodied in Jesus Christ. For him to perceive humanity and all its flaws before deciding that we were worth forgiving and worth the sacrifice is an idea that must carry more weight today. In addition to there being no perception without embodiment, it turns out there is no process in the absence of belief. In other words, for a robot to help wash your dishes, it must be programmed with the belief that dishes are worth washing. If robots can't exist without a goal, how can humans? I don't believe atheists worship any god because science has all but proven that what one pursues as his top priority is his god. For some, this is money. For others, this is a celebrity. It isn't in your words that you declare your god, but in your pursuit that you reveal your god. I do not attempt to convert atheists with this book. But I do my best to serve my community with the reminder that we must return to Christ, not in words, but in actions. Let this be a journey in the renewal and belief of your commitment. I'm hoping that as you turn each page, you get more steadfast in the willingness to stick to the values of Christianity. These values are larger than any institution or person, and how deeply you resonate with them is not for anyone else to judge. We all need saving, and no individual can say you are any less worthy of it because of your past, your income status, your race, or even the frequency with which you worship. This book is about finding your power in Christ and facing challenging times with the love of our Lord and Savior. You do not need to be any particular type of person to derive this benefit. You don't even need to be a Christian. As long as you can share the love, embody the values, and have faith, you can face the storms of uncertainty and come out better and stronger on the other side. Each chapter is meant to be read in a day. This way, 30 lessons will accompany you as we walk through the month where you can meditate on one tiny step towards self-improvement. As you spend this month with me, I urge you to reflect deeply and avoid the desire to remain complacent. I wish you all the best for this exciting journey. Day one, what it means to survive. It all starts with the story that you tell yourself versus the story you tell others. If you think about surviving, you look at surviving and think, I already did it. I've done this. I have conquered it. I have made it through it. I'm done. You're already survived only to find out that you're right back in the same situation, still understanding that not too far in the near future, you'll be trying to figure out how you ended up in the same situation again. Today is a day to hear me and hear me well.
You have survived. We have survived. We must survive and show our children what it looks like to do so. In this book, Surviving Tough Times, you will be able to really understand how to have the best day and your worst day all in the same day. It happens to the best of us, and if you looked up and become one of us, I'd say that this book is your journey. You're not only going to get to know you, you will understand why God made you. With a better understanding, you find that you start to understand other people and how God made them as well. This allows you to realize that they too have survived. What does it mean to survive? I would have to say that in 2020, we have survived COVID-19. Although we lost a lot of lives, there are still people breathing. We also have been victimized by senseless violence, and we've lost a lot of lives to racism, mass as hatred. We've lost a lot of lives. So today, we need to realize that we are truly survived. What is it is to survive is a question that hundreds of years from now might even be a mute point. Today, let us all begin to realize that we have survived. We are surviving. It all, it's all we must do in appreciation of our creator. The fact that we were created allows us the opportunity to embrace everyone and their differences. We will learn to live together in harmony so that our children's children's children have a better example of what it is they're seeing today. I encourage you for this first day to just sit back and think how many things have you already survived. These tough times will come and go, but as long as there is still air coming through your lungs and out your nose, you are breathing. You should know that God has your back, and if you didn't know that, start today. Make the day a day of knowing that what we have done is survived, and what we are doing is surviving. God has allowed all of it to happen, and when we leave this earth, it will be said you survived a lot. So keep on surviving. Just remember, this is only the beginning. Good luck to you. I look forward to seeing you on the other side. Let this month be a real genuine ride that no one can do better than you. Above all, you deserve everything that God has come to you.